Hello! Uh, welcome to Stephen Rowland. No, wait, hang on a second. Let's, 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 let's address this. It's not really Stephen Rowland's beer podcast, is it, anymore? Because he's never here and I'm always drinking his beer. You just need to change your name by default to Steve. Why would I do a crazy thing like that? Anyway, segue. Welcome to Stephen Rowland's Beer Podcast, episode number... 197. Almost the anniversary. You're, oh, you're yeah. almost at two centuries old. Like, oh, you need... You need. Or it's two, 208. Well, that'd be our, our four-year. That'd be four years of the subscription, granted. But, you know, 200... Generally, you measure landmarks, don't you, in round numbers. Yeah. So, you know. Okay. Um, I think you should get cake. If anyone wants to send us cake, you know, feel free. Steve uh, will be here that week. I mean, we could do like a grand ceremony, you know, where we cut the cake. But obviously, this being a an audio podcast, you'd have to imagine that. Um, but anyway, I digress. <laughs> Substantially, never mind. Anyway, um, beer. Yes, <laughs> we we've got some uh, some beer. You almost seemed surprised when he said. Uh, <laughs> yeah, I, I don't know. This is me know. talking about. Come on. <laughs> Um, this week we have got Windswept Brewings Weizen, which I'm looking forward to very much. Um, also, the first time I really come across this brewery. Yes, uh, I'm the same. I, I remember getting the box and opening it and going, oh, not, not, not heard of this before. Uh, I imagine that if they're windswept, they're probably like north coast. Yeah, very north. They, are, <laughs> they have a... A sensible run, run up at being the um, the most northerly of breweries we've had. I think they're actually, although they're kind of, so they're east of, of Inverness, but they are actually therefore slightly north of Inverness as well. In the mainland UK, you mean? Yes. Like we've had beers from Iceland other and stuff, parts yeah. of the world, and well, there's even more northern parts of uh, the UK. It's yeah. just not mainland UK. Uh, Yes, so it, it's two former RAF um, pilots who that are based... That explains that, then. Yeah, uh, who are based in, in Mornay, um, in Lozima. Um, I'm, I'm sure I've got that wrong. If someone wants to correct me, you're very welcome to. Um, which is, say, is just along the coast from uh, Inverness. Um, apparently, they started brewing in 2012. End of 2012, in October, then. Um, but... I've not really heard of them before, and I've got a feeling they may have gone underneath the radar for a while. Um, interestingly, in uh, early 2015, they appeared on Ebria. Uh, for people who don't use these things, that's a, that's a way an online supplier of beer, but also beer for trade. So it is sometimes I think that, that's kind of the thing where they get a little bit more out of their region. I've got a feeling they might have been quite local regionally up to that point. Um, and just looking online a little bit, it seems like they're, they're popping up in a few more places now than they, they might have been at one point. Hmm. So, yeah, interesting. Um, also, looks like the website's a little bit out of date, which I guess is a good sign in the sense that they're probably busy brewing beer, which is a good thing for them to be doing. Yeah, yeah. if you've got a very snazzy Bells and Whistles website, either you've... You're doing all right and you've paid someone to do it or you've got time on your hands. I mean, it's a nice website, but it is definitely needs updating. It's, a, I think, obviously a couple of years since they've, um, they've updated it with some stuff. Uh, anyway, we've got a Wizen, which is... I, I, I double-check this one. It is interchangeable name for a Hefeisen. Uh, this is a, wheat, a German wheat beer. 
Um, this one's 5.2%, which is probably about the right kind of ballpark. Um, it is made with um, pale marisotta and wheat um, and citra hops, which is probably the only non-traditional part of this. Now I'm quite partial to a wheat beer. Mm. Always have been. Uh, you know, it's one of those things in my early days when I was a younger man drinking, you know, Hample Ales and wheat beers I really, really enjoyed. They were my okay. the first exposure I had to good beer. Interesting. Um, what, what Belgian style wheat beer? Like the... Like the Okay. Oh, Wits or it, the, it, no, the German it, ones? It, it wasn't, you know, wrong. it wasn't anything particularly special. It was stuff that you can generally get at, at most pubs. Or, okay. I, say, I say certainly most pubs around me, like Erdinger and things like that. Oh, so. It's the German ones, yeah. Uh, the, that was very, I'd never seen those until pretty recently, really. Yeah, oh, no, like all the pubs I was frequenting when I was like mm. 18, 19 years old. I say 18, 19 years old for legal purposes here, of course. <laughs> um, like you could get Erdinger. It was like really common. Uh, Yorkshire really is the promised land. <laughs> Telling you a lot this for years, you won't listen yeah. to me, will you? No, there was nothing um, like that around our way. Interestingly, um, have you put a banana in this? Because I haven't. Like, wow! Yeah, like, it's like the, the banana is massive, and it, it traditionally is with with mm. wheat beers, of course. But this, the, the two things you normally get are banana and clove, and there's a lot more banana than there is clove in this one. Oh yeah, if, I, if you were to tell me there was clove in there, I was like, mm, maybe I could see it a little bit on the finish just on the end that's of your a little top, bit but like it's just like boom, banana oh here's some booze as well yeah like, well the the <laughs> the clove comes from well both the, the banana and the clove come from the yeast they use mm-hmm. um but the clove requires them to do a particular mashing process where you keep the grain at a slightly lower temperature before you start getting your sugars out that gives you um i believe it's ferulic acid that is the the kind of precursor that gets transformed into that clove flavour. If you haven't got any of that precursor in the mash, you don't really get it in the later stages. Hmm. I'd like to pack clips. Interesting, yeah. yeah. Mm. As I was pouring this, um, I've done the, the Hefeisen thing, which I've, I poured it and then rolled the bottle and emptied the remainder into our glasses. I did wonder what you were doing with that, Roland. I was, I was trying to get the bottle off of him so I could have a look at it, and he's starting rolling it around in his hands, yeah. and I'm like, what's playing Because you want the uh, yeast. The <laughs> yeast is delicious. Uh, Hefeisen yeast is, you know, is part of the experience of, of wheat beer, and if you leave it in a bottle, it does settle out like other yeast eventually. Hmm. So you give it a bit of a roll to... To get it back into suspension, and we've now yeah. got thoroughly cloudy beer that we can't see through. Yeah, no. In fairness, I mean, like your wheat beers like do tend to have a bit more of a cloudy mm. finish to them. No, it's, it's very rare you see a completely clear one. So. And it gives you that chewiness from it, which really adds to that banana and nom nom nom. Mm. Yeah, I mean, not normally a flavour I particularly want in my beer. Mm. Um, it's so dominant, it almost feels like it's been added. Um, but I'm actually quite enjoying it. I, honestly, uh, I, <laughs> maybe it's the weather and the time of year, and it's just like, hmm, yeah, wheat beer and a bit of banana. It's quite nice. Um, it's so, an odd one, because I, I usually find the banana, for me, is on like, the front palate when I'm, I'm drinking it. Ooh. And this one, it's, it's really the aftertaste. Oh, like, yeah. The aftertaste is just like those little foam banana sweets, almost. Yeah, I, I, I agree with that. Yeah, those little foam bananas, it's, uh, that's spot on. It's got mm. that really strong flavour uh, to it. Um, 
without having like the texture or anything that you associate with banana. Yeah, it's really weird that I'm enjoying this because like I think it, you know banana is a sweet thing for me, and mm. like I personally I'm not a fan of sweet things with beer. I can't I can't do it. I just like I'm savoury or nothing. Uh, but it's I'm really really enjoying this, uh, and this sort of beer actually, if I was to have a dessert. It's almost like I could drink that yeah. with a dessert. Now, this is uh, definitely like a kind of not, dessert. Not that I'm, you know, one for pairing my drinks with what I eat. You know, it's, you know, good, good food and good grub. It doesn't really matter as far as I'm concerned. But, you know, if you were to, like, mm. you could pair that with a dessert. Yeah, absolutely. No, I, I think this uh, is a really... I'm, I am a big, big fan of, of Hefeweizens and Weizens and whatever you might call them. Um, this is, for me, one of my favourite styles of, of beer, um, and I think the guys have done a pretty good, good job here. Yeah, I'm, I'm mightily impressed. So much so, my glasses already. Yeah, you've been going uh, through yours. Um, yeah, no. The, so my, I guess my my benchmark. We talk about benchmarks today. We talk about IPAs, but for, for Hefeisens and Weissens and whatever you might call it, um, mine is always the Schneider Weiss, um, particularly the, the Vincennes, which I'm a huge, huge fan. Mm. Um, but uh, you know what? Is this Better than Avensinus now. I'm, I'm sorry, you know, not very little in, in the world is going to do, be that for me. But um, is it up there? Yeah, actually, this is a pretty good contender. It's very different because you've got, a le- as I said, a lot less of that clovey kind of spicy thing to it mm. and lots of that banana. And the banana is verging on a little too much for me. So maybe there are certain, some of the other German ones, like this one, you get that kind of banana comes through a bit more dominantly. Yeah, I can see... Because I I think of wheat beers as a sort of thing like you have a lot of in very warm weather. You just keep drinking it and drinking it and drinking it until you can't drink anymore. Um, I could see after a couple of these, you're going to have some yeah. else. Your banana starts to get a little be a bit, bit too I think it would be a bit sickly after mm. after a couple. That said, it's not a sort of beer where I just go one and done. I, I would have another one of these. Yeah, I, I think we're both but drinking it very quickly and easily. Have, yeah, it's, it's, it's not one that you'd want to... Uh, I don't think you'd want to do too many of yeah no I, I think this is well brewed if not quite to my personal preference in terms of the balance mm. of those things it's still very definitely very well brewed um, I think come on, I think we're worth we're getting around to a conclusion here do you want to go yeah. first um, well, most of what you've said really I agree with um, which is weird uh, we, should, we should get back to arguing Steve, <laughs> Steve would disapprove um, oh he incidentally I'll, I'll Given Steve's value, even though he's not here, I'm sure he'd hate this. It's far too tasty for him. <laughs> uh, there's contention to be had. He will have it. Uh, <laughs> anyway, moving on. Um, yeah, I'm, I'm very happy with this. I will definitely seek out more of their stuff. Yeah. Uh, based on this, like... That's great, and I'd be really keen to see what else they did. Out of curiosity, on the website, what else, did you see what else they had in their range? Yeah, they've got a pretty thorough range. So okay, there's so a, a, like American Pale and IPA are the kind of core beers. Um, they've got, unsurprisingly, they've done a Wee Heavy and a few other things like that. So it, it's actually, in many ways, not a particularly unusual, obscure range. It's It fits in with lots of the other British kind of mm. craft breweries, but... Um, it's in, it's nice that Matt and Gordon have picked us out um, the Vizen from that range to try, which I think is a really nice. Well, I've noticed this box actually. There's a number of different uh, lagers and uh, mm. particularly German-inspired beers in there. Yeah, uh, I'm looking forward which to will this. Be interesting. Um, but 
Yeah, maybe it's a geographical thing. Maybe it's because mm. um, they're so far enough. Like for a, for the longest time, you you didn't see um, six degrees north. Is no, it? they're, they're a, a brewery that you introduced me to because they're just they're so hard to find. And I I did wonder if these guys might be going into the same kind of thing, but a couple of years behind them yeah. in terms of uh, like you you scale up, and then it takes a while after you scaled up before you can kind of get in your get your kind of time behind the promotion and the finding the places to get your well, beer too. It's also a logistics thing, isn't it? It's yeah. like, you know, certain parts of Scotland are not easily accessible oh, definitely. Uh, definitely by not. road. Um, you know, even parts, of, even parts of northern England, you know, like um, Cumbria, hard not, you know. I think yeah, in uh, comparison be, be, to... Being in, uh, being in Cumbria, I think, sometimes does limit them in terms of logistics yeah so, there's a number of people you look at in, in comparison to some of the more centrally located yeah. places yeah they've definitely got a bit more of a challenge yeah but anyway a uh, little little segue a little sidetrack there um really enjoy it want to want to try more want to have more of their stuff i'm going to give this uh eight and a half i really threw that one. you did vigor <laughs> um yeah i'm as i said i think this is a very well brewed beer um, I would probably like a little less banana, a little more clove. Because um, I, I am starting to find as I come to the end of the glass, that's a little bit overwhelming, but that's a really pretty small niggle. If you're struggling, over, I'll finish it off. No, not at all. There's <laughs> only a very one mouth, tiny mouthful left now. Um, I'm saving for the end of this. And yeah, it, it's tasty. It's definitely the kind of thing that will convince me to drink more from them. I'm really happy that they brewed this style. I think it's one of my... So one of my favourite styles, and it's really nice to see. Uh, and also a big thank you to Matt and Gordon for choosing that. And, ooh, I'm weighing it up. Do I want to be disagreeing for the sake of it? Not quite. Eight and a half from me as well. Um, yeah, no, I, I think it's a really good, well-brewed example of the style. Um, could definitely can compete with some of those German-brewed wheat beers, and that's saying a, a big thing, I think. So, uh, yeah, I think we should wrap this up. Yeah, I'd say drink up and shut up, but I've, I finished my glass a long time ago. So uh, we're waiting for you, really. Yeah, I'll do the drinking and shutting, and you can keep on talking. We are done. Uh, I got nothing.